It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. We are having quite the afternoon right now. It's a good show. Hey, we always say, too, we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Glad you're with us. This is the biggest show in North Alabama afternoons right now, and uh, and loving the fact that so many of y'all are tuning in. Getting feedback, by the way, uh, you can you can go to our website, uh, rightsideradio.org. That's www.rightsideradio.org. And there's a place on there for contact where you can send us comments, uh, tell us what you like about the show, find out how to advertise on the show if you want to. All said and done, uh, we, we can we can work that out. We and we do communicate back. So just just please send us that feedback. Uh, that's where we keep hearing that people are liking things like Right Side Way and Copper's Corner and Adventures in Woke World and different guests that we've had on. Uh, we're going to bring on another guest here in just a minute. Before I do that, though, let me tell you about the folks at ZLA Solutions. This is, this is a group of folks that I know personally very well, as a matter of fact. And ZLA Solutions is putting people back to work all over the state of Alabama. Go to their website, ZLAUSA.com. If you're looking for a job, they've got them posted. If you're looking for people to fill out the ranks of your business, they can help you. If you need help with logistics or management, that's what they do. They can do all of that. They can do your headhunting. You need new people, new talent, blue collar, white collar, no collar, doesn't matter. ZLAUSA.com is the website for ZLA Solutions. They like to say, we don't make it, we just make it better. That's ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. Well, Copper, we're going to have some sound effects here because bringing on next is our friend State Senator Sam Gavan, who is an attorney here in Huntsville area. He's also serving in the Alabama State Senate now since uh, 2018. Uh, he is also, by the way, if you've heard me talk about it, the Alabama Policy Institute came out with its first ever legislative scorecard this year. Only four senators scored 100, one of which was the illustrious Sam Gavan. Cue the applause, Copper. That's going to be good. I hope you – did we have applause? I didn't hear it. But, uh, hey, listen, Sam Gavan, State – there it is. State Senator Sam Gavan, thanks for coming on the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm good, and uh, and I, I think it's worth noting, uh, uh, Senator, that um, like I said, only four senators scored 100 percent on uh, the Alabama Policy Institute's legislative scorecard, and you're one of those. So thank you for that. We appreciate your work very much. Well, I appreciate uh, what y'all do, and uh, of course, I've just been quite an honor to serve the people of Madison County. Well, you serve well. In fact, I tell you what's interesting, too, uh, Senator, is, is looking at the scores of the four senators who scored 100. I believe they're all in the Madison County delegation. It's uh, 100% there, too. <laughs> that's pretty, well, that's pretty remarkable. But <laughs> yeah, that's pretty remarkable. Well, hey, listen. But, but um, all of us that I, got 100 were in Madison County. That's what I meant yeah, by that. Yeah, all the ones that got 100 were in Madison County. So very cool, and the folks around here appreciate it, and so does API. Um uh, hey, listen, I want to talk to you about several things, but one of the things that we've been talking a lot about today, um, we talked earlier, if you heard any of it at all, was about uh, the, the, the way the state budgeting processes work with our split budgeting system, which is kind of crazy. And then we switched gears and started talking about um, the reaction by some to uh, vaccinations and vaccination rates. And I've been saying all along, I am not anti-vaccination at all. But I am very pro-liberty, and I believe it's a matter of personal choice. Um, this weekend, old Josh Moon from The Political Reporter came out and said, you know, that GOP governors got to get their act together. Oh, my gosh. And he, he basically was calling out Governor Ivey in a sense. And Gina Mayola from the governor's office 
tweeted back and basically said the governor's office believes it's a matter of personal choice. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Sam? Well, I think that's exactly it. I mean, look, I'm not anti-vaxxer either. Uh, I have not had the vaccine. Uh, I have had COVID, as you know, because you're going to discuss that. So, I, I, you know, I couldn't take the vaccine if I wanted to. I guess I could. It'd be foolish based on following the science, right? They say wait six months, and uh, and I'm still not sure if I'm going to do it in the six months. But, you know, look, if the vaccine is just the cat's meow, then get the shot, and go about your life. Don't worry about it. You've got the shot. You're going to be fine. Everybody, everything else is on us. Okay, that's the that's the problem I've got. Is there just this this paranoia? I don't know where it comes from. That everybody's got to get a shot. Everybody's got to get a shot. Well, you know, look. Uh, I know a number of people hadn't had the shot. Have been around me when I had COVID, and they didn't get it. So there's just a lot we don't know about this, and it's got to be a personal choice thing. And, you know, be smart. Yeah. You know, be careful, but, um, you know, there are people, especially younger people, that have uh, had some bad uh, health uh, reactions to the shot, and they're trying to force it on everybody, you know, even even children, And whereas, you know, the science would show that if younger people get the, get the uh, virus, that they're going to get over it and generally not going to have any uh, any fallout, but they are having some fallout from the shots. Uh, I know physicians that don't want their kids to have the shots because they rather, ha- you know, rather them just risk having COVID. But guess what? Their kids go to school in other states, and those other states, uh, their schools will allow them to uh, be barred from uh, readmission because they hadn't had a shot. Well, you bring up a great point, uh, uh, Senator. So this year, uh, you guys, and I, and and by the way, sometimes I remember I used to get fussed at trying to sponsor or even co-sponsor what we might call preemptive legislation, the kind of thing where you see something coming, it's kind of making its way towards Alabama, and you recognize the need to pass a law in advance of the issue truly culminating in the state, one of which was y'all passed a bill this year uh, to ban the possibility of vaccine passports and mandating of vaccines and proof of such uh, in the state of Alabama. And I thought that was an excellent job of, of passing what I would call preemptive legislation. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, we usually get accused of, uh, what, what is it, uh, having a solution in search of a problem or something like that. Uh, that was raised several times uh, this last session when we were doing some things to try to get ahead of the uh, curve out there. But, you know, it, um, it's hard to look at, you know, look at the crystal ball and see what's coming, but this one was kind of apparent. And um, it it did get watered down a little bit from, you know, what it was originally uh, intended to be. And that's just, of course, a part of the legislative process. Well, but it passed. And uh, Attorney General Steve Marshall came out with sort of a bullet point um, uh, uh, statement today that says, here's what the law does. Be aware. And and, and I, I thought it was great. I think what that indicates, too, is the Attorney General of the state is keenly aware of the law and he will enforce it as needed. Uh, and basically meaning that... Um, State agencies cannot withhold services. They cannot require proof of vaccination for entrance into facilities, and private businesses uh, likewise cannot do so. But we're seeing incentives being offered now. So, like, apparently UAH right here in Huntsville uh, just today sent something to a friend of mine who's enrolled as a student that said, if you will um, if you will give us proof of your vaccination, purely your option, we'll put $20 on your food card. And then the city of Gadsden uh, down here in northeast Alabama, the city of Gadsden is paying $100 per, 
per resident that will provide proof of their vaccination. And then you got the state of Alabama giving $5 per prisoner who will get their vaccination. So, I mean, I guess incentives work, but they're still using tax dollars to pay those people. Well, they are. And I, I don't have as much heart, uh, heartache about that as I do, you know, trying to deny people and force people to do something. Uh, you know, I was reading where uh, somewhere, I believe it was at James Madison, where one of the professors there was being denied, you know, the rights that everybody else was, was having because he didn't have a shot. Well, guess what? He's kind of in my shoes. He, he had already had COVID and they didn't, they didn't recognize that as an exception. It was, you shall get the shot. The shot is we are all knowing, uh, miss it. And the shot is it. And you got to take it. Well, you know, again, that's just one size government, uh, fits all program that's, you know, doomed to, to fail and, and, and kill people in the process. Well, and just today, Sam, I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, just today, the Department of Veterans Affairs announced that it will be the first federal agency to require all of its healthcare workers to get vaccinated within the next two months. They will have to get it. And I think their job's at risk if they don't, if I understand this correctly. Yeah, I heard that a little bit. I, I started listening to, the, uh, uh, like, the last 15 minutes of the, the previous hour and heard that, but I had not, had not uh, heard about that sooner than than you talked about but that's going to be that's going to be a problem across the country and uh you know be interesting to see whether some of the the uh, holes or whatever you want to call it the 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 uh, bypasses for people with aids or this or that you know will give some outs uh, for people here i don't know if that'll be the case but yeah, it uh, it remains to be seen. Hey, listen, uh, Sam, we, we're gonna we're gonna move to a break here, but I'd like you to hold on to the break. And I want to switch the subject. When we come back and just get your feedback on where you think we're headed for special sessions potentially this year, because there's I, I, there's a possibility for several, if I understand correctly. So, Sam, can you hang on during the break? Absolutely. All right. Well, we're back with State Senator Sam Gavan, serving here in the Huntsville area, a local attorney, uh, a learned member of the. Uh, the state legislature and also one of the few 100% scores on the API scorecard uh, and, and appreciate that very much. It's Phil Williams on Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just playing right here on News Talk 770 AM WBNN. We'll be right back after this. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the Talk giant of North Alabama, and the biggest show on the air in North Alabama afternoons right now is this one, Right Side Radio, with Phil Williams here as your host. We are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, before we go back to our friend Sam Gavan, uh, State Senator Gavan, let me quickly tell you about my friends at etaxbreaks.com. etaxbreaks.com. you got to check them out. You may not even recognize that the common sense manner in which you chose to run your business there may actually be compensation for that. I mean, like tax credits, tax breaks, incentives, grants. It's amazing what's out there. There's like over 3,000 government programs. I talked to my friends over there at etaxbreaks.com. They just invoiced out over $7 million in monies they found for their clients who didn't know they even qualified for it. I mean, maybe the way you hired or the fact that you kept your business afloat during the pandemic or the fact that you put your business in a certain geographic location or you hired a veteran or who knows. 
There's any number of things about running a business that you might think are common sense that the government or other incentive programs are willing to reimburse you for. Check them out. Etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. They will square you away. You'll be surprised. Hey, listen, I want to bring back State Senator Sam Gavan, uh, a truly a conservative member of the uh, Alabama State Senate serving here in the Huntsville area. Um, Sam, thank you for holding on during the break. Certainly. <clears throat> hey, listen, there's a whole lot going on right now. You guys, um, uh, you know, a lot of folks don't realize the legislature can't go in just at whim. Uh, you guys have a regular session every year. Every four years you have what's called an organizational session. But for the most part, if you go in other than that, I mean, like to actually legislate or enact laws, you have to be called in by the governor for a special session. But right now we're looking at, I'm hearing the possibility of two, three potential special sessions. What, what, do, what do you anticipate right now between now and the end of the year? I think we'll see two. We've got one for certain on uh, redistricting. We know hands down we got to have that. Uh, we have to redistrict every 10 years. So that's coming up, I expect, probably in early October, possibly late September, we'll do that. As much as I would love to try to kill two birds with one stone, it does sound like I'm in the minority there. Um, um, well, I guess we would, I actually want to kill three birds with one stone, let's put it that way. I expect us to have another special session to deal with prisons and with uh, allocations of the um, whatever they're calling it now, whatever the latest rescue pass- package is from uh, Washington, uh, we have to allocate those funds, and I think that will kind of be tied into the prison deal. So I think we actually will get a two-for-one there. Yeah, and, and I anticipate the the same. So let's let's break those down a minute just for our listeners' purposes. We got a couple of minutes here, uh, Sam. So the, the, the bottom line is redistricting. Every, every 10 years they do the census. They figure out how many people live in the state. We did better than we had, had even hoped, uh, Alabama, in the census. And so we're going to keep all of our seven congressional districts. Of course, we're going to keep our 140 members of the state legislature. We still have school boards. All of those things require the legislature then to draw the lines according to population base, correct? Correct. Yeah. And so we will have a variance with, uh, in everything except the U.S. Senate. The U.S. Senate will have to be, I mean, literally within one person, I'm told, but we'll have a 5% uh, play up or down Um basically divide the number of those population by a number of by 35, and that's how, how many uh, senators each uh, senator will have in his district, but uh, plus or minus 5%. Okay. All right. So that's going to happen. And that's going to happen roughly in October, you think, because we're still waiting on the Biden administration to get us the data, which we should have already had. I mean, normally speaking, because I had to go through this twice uh, because we had to do it and then redo it. But the, the, the legislature would have normally had to do this or already gotten this done during the regular session or somewhere around that time frame. Right now, you got people running for office who are not even sure for a fact what their district is going to look like because the data still does not come back from Biden's administration. That's right. And we've got a lot of, you know, of, uh, particularly House vacancies. We've got three Senate vacancies that we know of, uh, probably four. And, you know, there's some of these district folks are not going to be around. Okay. I mean, for instance, Madison County, or certainly Madison and Limestone together, are entitled. To, we are entitled to a new house member, right? Yeah, Where does that are. come from? It's got to come from somewhere. And folks, I this agree. isn't just. I'd rather it be this way, or kind of like to do that. It's math. 
It's hey, State, to come up here. Hey, State Senator Sam Gavan, uh, we really appreciate your time, but we are up against that hard break, man. we got about 30 seconds. So, uh, listen, thank you for your service to the state. We will have you back on more to talk about this. Phil Williams, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back after this.